the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoshio Podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app. Thanks for listening into our famous Friday show. Forecast, kind of cloudy the rest of the afternoon. Breezy, 60 for the high. Some clouds tonight, low down to 44. On the cloudy side, kind of the rest of the weekend, maybe a little sunshine here or there. A couple of showers possible, too. Tomorrow's high, 53. Sunday's high, 47. Flyers had a nice win last night over a tough St. Louis Blues team, 5-2. Flyer interim head coach Mike Yo talked about the importance of the young players on the team to get exposure to big games like that. I mean, it's everybody. Yeah, 100%. We need these young guys to to continue to grow their game, and it's it's great for us to you know to play in a in a game like that where you can tell we're still a little bit nervous playing with the lead at different times. You can tell we're trying to do the right thing, but the nerves you know kind of catch up to you sometimes, and they need to play in that those pressure situations. And uh, and even though you know it might seem like that that win doesn't mean anything for it, guys want to win. And uh, so when the game is on the line, they need to be in those moments. They need to, you know, to feel that pressure and have to battle through it, you know, but it's big for everybody. It's big for our vets and, you know, the, the sort of the second wave of vets coming along to establish that leadership role. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, we just have to keep pushing here and keep, keep trying to get better, you know, feel good about a lot of things the guys are doing. And we just have to stay on it. Obviously a real tough test tomorrow. Flyers interim head coach, Mike Yo, Travis Konechny had a couple of the Flyer goals, his 11th and 12th on the year. He talked about if he's been stepping up his game lately or what's the deal. I mean, I'm trying not to change a whole lot. You know, kind of my, my thing is just keeping it light and, and uh, trying to, you know, make sure it's a good time to come to the rink every day. You know, I'm still learning. I'm, I'm following guys like AZ and Cam and, you know, Proby and those guys who are, are have been leaders for us, uh, you know, before. So just still learning and, you know, trying to implicate a little bit when I can. Travis Konechny of the Flyers, newcomer Owen Tippett, talked about the win last night as well. Uh, we just wanted to have a good start and, and not worry about, you know, what was on the other side. We just wanted to play our game, and I think we did that. I think we came out strong, and, you know, it was, it was a tough building to come into, so I think we played a full 60. Owen Tippett, who came over in the trade for Claude Giroux uh, on the Flyers there. They are playing at Colorado tonight at 9. Sixers are at the Clippers this evening at 10.30. Phillies played this afternoon against the Yankees. Newcomer outfielder Nick Castellanos, who played for the Reds last year, won their Heart and Hustle Award, among many other things he was able to accomplish for them, on what he's looking to do with his new team, the Philadelphia Phillies. You know, I've played over a 1,000 big league games, and I have zero playoff wins. You know what I'm saying? So cool. Like, I've made money, I've hit homers, I've played on TV, but I haven't won no games that matter. You know what I'm saying? So I would, I would like to do that. like the sound of that. Outfielder Nick Castellanos, new to the Philadelphia Phillies, and uh, NCAA March Madness continues. You had Villanova winning last night, which I'm uh, glad for. You know, local team over Michigan. And I'm also glad that Duke won because they're the only team I have left in the pool I'm doing with my two sons. They uh, they are both like uh, five or six teams, and I, you know, have one. And Duke is, Duke is it. If Duke wins the national championship, maybe I can, I can win our pool. I don't think so even there because I lost so many teams in the first and second rounds. It's pathetic in my picking, but... 
it's still fun. Most importantly, just to enjoy time with uh, my sons doing this. So uh, everybody's got their own different way they do the, the pool if they're involved in one or not. Uh, this hour, we're really excited for a couple of guests. I'm going to tell you about them in a second. Just want to let you know, frankly, we are stuck at the moment in our partnership with Save the Children. Had no one call in or go online to help out, which is okay. It happens. Just want to throw that out there in case you think someone else is going to do it. Everybody else is apparently thinking the same thing. No, we did anything in the last 24 hours. That's all right. We're working with Save the Children over the course of a couple of weeks. We still have a little bit of time left to try to hit the goal of a couple of hundred children rescued from severe acute malnutrition. And you've heard us talk about it. I won't get into it all over again right now. But if you'd like to help out, the number is 855-863-5492, 855-863-5492, or WFIL.com. A $60 one-time gift or $5 a month for a year, either or, can help rescue one child suffering from severe acute malnutrition. So you can make a difference, and uh, hopefully you will, whether it's right now, just taking a second to do that, or over the weekend. We'd love to report on Monday a big boost. We only have about a week or so left to finish things off, approximately maybe 10 days. And so let's march through this and get it done, and most importantly, to help save children, but also uh, to, to hit the goal. It's fun as a WFI listening family to uh, to rally together and accomplish things and, and be a blessing. So thank you for listening about that and for your consideration. And we appreciate those who have helped out so far and those who yet will. As far as I guess this hour, uh, Pastor Charles Kelly is going to join us. He's with Gospel of Grace Ministries in Cheltenham, Pennsylvania. And there's a pretty cool event going on this Sunday involving creation and evolution and all that, 1030 this Sunday morning. We'll talk about that in a moment. Also, the one and only Don McLean, you know, American Pie and Vincent, Starry, Starry Night, other songs too. He's going to join us a little later on in the hour. And of course, it wouldn't be a famous Friday show without Now That's Pony, which will cap off our program on the back end. That's all coming up today on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. You're listening to a podcast of the Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com. AM560, WFIL.com, and on the app. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, before we proceed with our program, I want to make sure you're remembering that this is the uh, home stretch window for the Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast. It's next Thursday, six days from now. And we would love for you to let your pastor know there's still time to register, and there's a lot to love. First of all, you have Pastor Paul Shepard from Destined for Victory, which airs at 2.30 and 9.30 each weekday on WFIL. He's the featured speaker, very practical, practical Paul. He loves to just shoot straight, and he will be bringing great words of encouragement this coming Thursday the 31st. In addition, we'll have wonderful food, uh, conversation, a chance to network with other pastors, and there'll be prizes and music and a lot of other good things too. All of it free. There are workshops too. Sign up while there's still space. Let your pastor know right on our homepage. Your pastor can sign up at WFIL.com. Speaking of pastors, and again, that's Thursday the 31st, six days from now, so there's still time. Maybe let your pastor know at the service this Sunday or whenever you get a chance, and there's still time to register for that. Again, all of it free, WFIL's annual Pastors Appreciation Breakfast. Now, speaking of pastors, we welcome aboard our first of two guests today, Pastor Charles Kelly. How you doing? I am well, thank God. How are you, Tim? Wonderful. You wear a couple of hats at least, I'm sure more than that, but I'm familiar with a couple uh, with Gospel of Grace Ministries and Gospel of Grace Christian School. So uh, 
take a minute and just uh, share a little about what your day-to-day is like, what the ministry is about, and then we can want to get into what's happening this weekend also. Okay. Well, we, we started back in 1997 out of necessity. Of, uh, we had a large group who wanted to hear the pure grace of God. We started two schools uh, within a very short time, one in down in Linwood, New Jersey, and one in Philadelphia. And so we've been operating ever since 1997. My position uh, at the time was just principal and high school teacher. And then in 2005, I was anointed as the uh, senior pastor of the Philadelphia area. We're now in Cheltenham, Pennsylvania, and we we closed our high school about seven years ago because it dwindled. And we have about 124 students in three-year-old through eighth grade with about 20, almost 20 nationalities. Wow. That's quite, that's quite a mix, which is great, which is wonderful. It, it's what heaven's going to be like, right? That's right. We're learning that now. So you were doing teaching also, but don't do that at present. What were you, what were you doing? Uh, what subject were you teaching? Well, I was teaching mostly English and Bible. Originally, I was teaching uh, almost all the subjects in high school. We started off fairly small with only four teachers. So I was actually teaching 9 through 12, which was pretty difficult. And then we uh, we grew by the next year in 1998. And right now, I do teach eighth grade English in the mornings. And uh, I do the chapels. We have three chapels a week uh, and divided by grade level. Okay. And uh, then we have a Wednesday night Bible study, and then we have Sunday service. Okay, so you're still obviously very involved. It's nice that you get to keep the teaching piece going. That probably keeps you, uh, as far as being a principal, would help you be that much more in touch with the students since you have them in that other way as well as as a teacher. It really does, and it, and it helps me have a personal connection with these eighth graders uh, trying to prepare them to go to high school next year. Okay, so that's Gospel of Grace Christian School, and the physical location of the school is is Cheltenham. Was there is the address similar with the ministry Gospel of Grace it, Ministries? It is. It's uh, it's the former uh, Cheltenham United Methodist Church. It's a very historical area, which was founded in 1690, one of the first suburbs of Philadelphia. So the church building. Uh, they rebuilt the, the cemetery still down the street, uh, the historic cemetery. But we, this building was built in 1914, and the school was added in 1959. So both buildings are connected okay. uh, right at 315. Yes, sir. Wow, that's great. Chatting with Pastor Charles Kelly with Gospel of Grace Ministries and Gospel of Grace Christian School and the Tim DeMoss Show today on WFIL. Uh, this Sunday, I want to make sure we get this going here, too. A very special event uh, on the 27th, 1030 a.m., and uh, I'll let you take it from here as far as just explaining the title of it and who's coming to speak. And it, it, I did, did some online research, and it looks like it's going to be a really good time, very beneficial. It is, Tim. You know, uh, a year and a half ago, I had some DVDs from Dr. Grady McMurtry of Creation Worldview Ministries. And it so happened that he called me, and then he was going to be in Pennsylvania. So he invited me to come and eat lunch and talk with him. And I took two other local Christian school principals, and we ended up talking for about five hours. And we all walked out with no self-esteem. The man is an absolute genius uh, when it comes to Bible, when it comes to creation science. He is a scientist, a member of Mensa. His historical knowledge also is just uh, mind-boggling. He was teaching in public schools at eight years old in Berkeley, California, uh, teaching evolution, and then became a creationist. And it's just marvelous to hear the man talk. Creation, Our Foundation, a creation science series featuring Dr. Grady McMurtry. If folks go to your site, ggchristianschool.org, there's a a place they can actually watch a little presentation where you kind of introduce him and get a little flavor of what he's about. 
So, but and as far as the presentation, set the stage for Sunday morning. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll admit often if our oh. service starts at a certain time, I might roll in a couple minutes late. Uh, so, <laughs> so that and, happens often. Yeah, but this Sunday they well, want to be late. Start, yeah, they don't want to be late because uh, he's gonna. We're gonna serve uh, Danish and coffee, etc. Starting before ten, but at ten thirty we're starting. He will have his table set up with his materials and do questions and answers before he speaks. Then he'll speak on the topic from the Ark of Noah to the cross to prepare for Palm Sunday. And then he will do questions and answers afterwards also. And then in the evening at six, he will have questions and answers before and after he speaks on a different topic. I believe he's going to do uh, the the, the message, uh, the road of man kind of discounting creation and whole evolution process. Yeah. On the site, it talked about questions like, was there a big bang? How old is the earth? Cavemen? What happened to the dinosaurs? Apes to men? Uh, I'm sure those are all things that people, you know, the questions rattle around in their minds about some of those things. And uh, I'm sure there's a lot more to it than that. Have you had a chance to see Dr. Grady uh, McMurtry in in person or like like give a bit of a talk or watch some of his DVDs or whatever? I have, and then this past Wednesday evening, he agreed to do our men's Bible study, which he did. Nice. Went way over time, like two and a half hours, and he's <laughs> going to do it next Wednesday also at the church. Oh, wow. So if anybody wants to come and really have open discussion, uh, that's a great time also. Okay. Should be noted that the event is free as well, so people really are welcome to come and bring a friend and all that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's so that's for this Sunday. Folks just tuning in. We're chatting with Pastor Charles Kelly from Gospel of Grace Ministries, Gospel of Grace Christian School. And uh, you can find it more at ggchristianschool.org. This coming Sunday, the 27th at 1030 a.m. is the uh, Creation Our Foundation, a creation science series featuring Dr. Grady McMurtry, Noah's Ark to the Cross, God's Divine Hand from the Ark of Noah to the Cross. And and then in the evening, you mentioned there's a there's a related topic so that sounds like a wonderful thing. And just explain your passion, if you will, uh, for this kind of an event. Why this event? Because the word foundations in there uh, at the beginning in the title. Just thinking how important this could be in terms of a, a runover effect, spillover effect in terms of a, a believer's life and understanding the foundation. Yeah. So um, science is kind of heralded as being in opposition to God these days. And evolution, which is really a religion of faith, uh, because there is, a, you know, as, as I said, the most provable of all the laws of science is the law of entropy, the second law of thermodynamics, that everything goes from order to disorder. Well, evolution is going in the opposite direction. And so if you don't have the foundation to believe in the creator God, then all your other beliefs have, have no, uh, no reference point. And it becomes a matter of preference. But when you know that all things were created by Jesus Christ and for his glory, and that he is Lord of all, he is the creator, and he is also the sustainer, that um, he actually is the author and the finisher of faith. So if our foundation, if we don't even believe our origin, then it really uh, tangles with everything else as far as our belief system and our worldview and uh, affects us greatly. Yeah, and as you're speaking there, I'm thinking about, do you know if Dr. McMurtry's presentation is primarily about here's what's true and here's why uh, compared to here's why uh, evolution doesn't make sense or other things you've heard don't make sense? Because some of that may be important in a back and forth way, but in the end, that's not where the answers lie, right? So uh, what do you know about that? 
Right, and absolutely, he will constantly be going to Scripture, just as we witnessed a Wednesday night. So here's a man who was a uh, was born and raised in evolution in a very liberal area in California. And at eight years old, uh, he knew more about evolution than the teachers. He spent his time in the paleontology uh, museum uh, as a youngster, uh, talking to PhDs. And he knew more about evolution than the teachers. So at eight years old, we had him circulating through the public school system teaching evolution. That's crazy. At 27, <laughs> yes. Wow. At 27 years old, he started questioning the validity of Christ, researched, accepted him. And then he had a dilemma because he was an evolutionist. So he spent 16 months in deep study and found out that evolution was a fraud. Hmm. Wow. That's very interesting. Uh, I, I'm remembering now a, a class I took in high school. I went to a Christian school, and in biology, we had a section on what about evolution and comparing it to seven-day creation, which is what I've always thought and, and still do. I'm just mentioning this. I understand that people may have a couple of different ways they think about this. For example, were the seven days, seven long periods of time, could there be a, a place for evolution? And without getting into all that specifically, I just remember thinking like, if, if there was something different than seven 24-hour periods, uh, God's in charge of all of it. There was not something that was uh, apart from, you know, done apart from him. And on a fun note, one reason that uh, evolution uh, doesn't make a lot of sense to me, just take a look at the state of my sock drawer. Like um, <laughs> like you said, I don't. My socks don't come together. Over time, they they disappear. They get over there. One's in my kids' room. One's gone. Where I don't know what happened to that. It, they don't magically start to come together over time, and that applies to everything in my wardrobe. But that so. applies to everything in our in our universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pastor Charles Kelly, kind enough to spend time with us today. Gospel of Grace Ministries and Gospel of Grace Christian School, where he's the principal teacher and uh, does many other things, ggchristianschool.org for more info on that. Uh, I didn't ask you about this at the beginning, but just if you would, share a moment about, you, you know, uh, how you came to know the Lord. And obviously he's used you in many ways with regard to the work you're doing now and, and being a pastor too. Well, uh, we, we were raised in a very legalistic and strict uh, religion, I'll call it. I was actually in Alabama, and we, uh, my mother's church was in Philadelphia, and that was, uh, according to her, the only really right church. So uh, <laughs> right. I moved uh, when I was 18. After I graduated high school, I moved and started in full-time ministry at 18, uh, continued to slowly educating while working. And uh, then, uh, you know, we, uh, I had a, a real desire for the Lord, but didn't really know Him personally. Very religious, going to church six times a week. As I said, very legalistic. They forbade birth control. My wife and I had 12 children, uh, which most people had large families. We tried to obey everything. But then uh, I just, after 20 years of that, I just told my wife, I said, I'm, I'm going to hell. I just, you know, I cannot keep all the law. I can't do it. And God opened my eyes. I was alone with God crying. And uh, he showed me the book of Galatians and opened up every verse and my brother was starting to teach the grace of God. Uh, he was the district pastor in New Jersey. So we, we came aside and started the gospel of grace. And uh, it's been going strong. You know, God just in three weeks, we were able to open two schools miraculously. But God has been behind it and his grace has been more than sufficient. And uh, it's wonderful knowing the freedom of the grace of Christ, uh, because it's the grace of God that teaches us to deny ungodliness and worldly lust and live soberly and righteously in this godly world. And it's only through Jesus Christ that we have life. Uh, no law could ever be given, Paul said, that would bring life. But Jesus Christ brings eternal life. Mm, you know, 
we had uh, Dr. Andrew Farley on. I don't know if you've heard of him or not, but he wrote a book called The Grace Message, Is the Gospel Really This Good? I found it to be very, very helpful. Uh, even in the beginning, it's kind of humorous that people are afraid of taking advantage of God's grace or cheapening it or something, or they, it's a license to sin, you'll take advantage. And he said, well, last time I checked, people can sin pretty well without any license. Uh, amen. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, and, he, and he's not just saying, like, anything goes, don't worry. He, it's not a watered down, don't worry, no one can do any wrong. But his point was, like, you know, God made a covenant with himself, and uh, grace is more than just forgiveness, and now you're on a, on the train to heaven, but between now and then, there's a lot of confusion. He says, no, you you, you God's got that, uh, and then, but you don't want to sin, obviously, and there's, there's a lot of ramifications for it. But as you're speaking there, he even said um, when he was 19, he was on the floor crying to God because of some of the stuff you were talking about. He would go out at midnight to a convenience store to share the gospel with somebody because he felt like he hadn't talked to enough Christian, like he hadn't shared the gospel enough that day. It was like a heavy burden. He said, we're not meant, we're not meant to carry that. But that grace, like you were saying, God gives us a new heart. So we, we want to do the right thing. Like he's going to help us want to do what he would have us do. So. Absolutely, Sam. And he transforms us by the renewing of our minds. So if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. So picture a butterfly. You know, you could teach a worm. And Bob George uh, was very instrumental in helping us in the beginning. Bob George Ministries, he has since passed away at People to People Ministries. But mm. uh, as he said, you can take a caterpillar and you can you can spray it with perfume and it smells good. You can educate it and you can try to teach it to fly, but it's still a worm. <laughs> but when God comes along and makes it into a new creation— uh, now it doesn't crawl anymore. It flies, and now it's drinking the nectar from flowers. But if you see it crawling on the ground, you know something's wrong. And, it's, and he, as he said, it's just like uh, when, when, when I sin, it's just like God comes along with a big mirror and says, look up. And, uh, and he says, what do you say? I say, a butterfly, Lord. Well, who is that butterfly? That's me, Lord. Well, what are you doing crawling in the dirt? I didn't recreate you to crawl. I recreated you to fly. Now get up and said no more. So his compassion and Jesus is a great high priest who is a co-sufferer with our pain. Dane Ortland wrote a great book, uh, Gentle and Lowly, which I highly recommend. But okay. he talks about Jesus actually feeling with us. And the reason he came was to help us out of these deep situations, not just uh, sickness or depression, but also our sin, when he, when we realize I'm a child of God, this doesn't make sense anymore. And so there's that renewing of the mind that uh, changes our lives. And it happens over, a, well, actually a lifelong process. Yeah. You know, we, we continue to grow in, in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Great words. Uh, folks are listening in. Pastor Charles Kelly, our guest today on the Tim DeMoss Show from Gospel of Grace Ministries and Gospel of Grace Christian School, which is located in Cheltenham. Uh, and uh, principal of, of the school there and teaches there and ggchristianschool.org for more info on that. And once again, this coming weekend, special event on Sunday, the 27th, 1030 a.m. with uh, Dr. Grady McMurtry from the Cre- from Creation Worldview Ministries. And uh, what would you, so folks want to kind of roll in closer to 10, they can pick up a little coffee or Danish or something and get situated and ready. And then do you know about how long the, like a normal church service length, kind of a 1030 to Eleven thirty we'll or twelve. Probably or... Go 10, we'll probably go to ten thirty to twelve. Yeah. Uh, we'll just we'll just do three worship songs just to, to kick off, sure. and then um, then he'll speak. We want to give him plenty of time to speak so that 
people who are traveling in, and I know some have called and said they're coming in from a, a fair distance. Okay. That way they can be here and ask him questions before and after and, and look at his books and materials and uh, get to know him a little better. Okay. Well, it's, uh, it's really great to talk to you, make your acquaintance, and, and uh, it's, it's great to be able to shine a light on what's happening this Sunday. And in general, as far as the school, if folks wanted to find out more and, and inquire, it goes from, is it K through 8, you said? It's, it's preschool through 8. So we use Bob Jones curriculum, which uh, is above the top five states in the United States. So it's, it is challenging, but yeah. we have a full curriculum at three years old. And uh, so we test students in K through eight every year. And we have many students that are up to eight grades above grade level. Wow. Um, particularly if we get them early, uh, if they're coming from a failing school district, sometimes they're so far behind, it takes a couple of years to get them to where they should be. But uh, we, we welcome anybody to go on our website and check us out at ggchristianschool.org. And uh, we are taking applications now for enrollment next year. So uh, okay. we would be glad to, and, and our, our theme, our basic theme now, we just had a poster contest is no child left behind. And we're not talking about the typical no child left behind, no child left behind when Jesus returns is, is our major goal is that they know Jesus Christ. Amen. That's a good word. And and maybe we can end on this just to, if you want to take a moment and share anything that comes to mind, top of mind about the school, just things that you're, that you always want people to know about, you know, why, why, they should consider it if, you know, if it's a good fit. Well, you know, I, I would have to say our greatest asset above Jesus being the headmaster, people would ask me if I'm the head of school and I say, no, Jesus says I'm an employee. <laughs> yeah. But uh, our teachers, uh, the salaries are low because being in a smaller school, but they're so dedicated and they pray with the students and they truly care about them uh, in every aspect of life when somebody's troubled or depressed. Uh, they don't just ignore it or brush it off and say, well, I'm just an educator. They are truly here to minister for the Lord Jesus Christ. And also, you know, uh, you can't have creation without the creator. So all things were created by him, English, math, science. And so coming from that viewpoint and praying before each class, uh, they get to witness a personal relationship with the Lord. And the teacher is actually a, a reflection of the love of Jesus. Okay. Pastor Kelly, it's great to talk to you. Thank you for carving out some time. I know it's a busy day for you, and, uh, it's, and I'm glad we could make this uh, this happen today. So thank you for doing that. Thank you so much, Tim. God bless you. You too. Have a wonderful weekend. We look forward to catch up with you again. Thank you. It's Pastor Charles Kelly with Gospel of Grace Ministries and Gospel of Grace Christian School. And of course, this coming Sunday, the big event, 1030 a.m., absolutely free Creation, Our Foundation, a creation science series featuring Dr. Grady McMurtry. Grab more info on that, as well as the school itself, ggchristianschool.org. Take a quick break, and then we're coming back with Don McLean. He of American Pie fame and Vincent Starry, Starry Night, other songs. He's up next in the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM560 WFIL.com and on the app, you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, A week ago today, by the way, was WFIL's 100-year anniversary. We had an amazing show featuring Tony Bruno, Howard Eskin, and Mark Daniels, who uh, hosted this program for almost a quarter century, and uh, the previous two, uh, Tony Bruno and Howard Eskin, worked at WFIL back in the 70s and I think part of the 80s as well. 
very long history amongst the three of them, like 125 or more years worth of radio experience. We also mix in some really fun jingles from the vintage FIL era back in the 50s and 60s and did some other cool things too. If you want to get the podcast that, it's right on our homepage at WFIL.com or you can get it wherever you subscribe uh, you know, to get your podcast. Just type in Tim DeMoss Show. Uh, our guest coming up right now easily could have been on last week. We just didn't have room and we're glad to have him on today. The one and only Don McLean. How you doing, Don? I'm fine. WFIL. Do they still have WMMR? Is that still around? That, that is too. Yeah, long, long heritage yeah. in this market. So that's where I used to go. They play tapestry a lot down there in those days. Yeah, yeah. You had that local angle. I think you went to Nova for a bit. We actually passed Nova on the way to school. My kids go to school in Bryn Mawr. So. You had uh, Wibbage, W-I-B-G, was that the other one? Yeah, that's, we're in the same building, Wibbage. If you drive down our driveway, you'll see in concrete, carved into the top of the building, W-I-B-G. Yeah, um, I, I remember waking up, when I was in Villanova in 1964, before I was even, before I quit school even, that's the school I quit. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> that's when I, I, I knew Jim Croce there, and the, in the morning I would always hear WIBG and all those uh, stations, yeah. Wow, that's great. I love it. Well, and you're coming kind of through the area. I mean, the, congratulations on the 50th anniversary American Pie World Tour. And uh, Thank you. Yeah, in the summer, I guess, as I was scanning on the list of dates, you're in uh, New York and uh, Massachusetts and Maryland, so you're kind of nearby. So, But I'm also just parenthetically – I can think of a few local venues that might want to add a tour stop, you know, when you're going from New York to, to Maryland, like on a Friday night. Is there still room to add a date, potentially? Definitely, of course, and I'm not stopping. Um, I'll be doing shows this year and next year and the year after that. So okay. We'll get, we'll get down there, but I want to say that Philadelphia uh, was a very, very special music place and music market. It was great for what I did. I was one of the earliest and singer-songwriters and wrote a certain kind of song that, that they loved, uh, especially underground radio. But it was a big folk uh, place. And it was also, you know, South Philadelphia is where, you know, Fabian and Frankie Avalon and the great um, Bobby Rydell and all those cats came from. So Philadelphia is loaded and because it's got a lot of Italians it's loaded with great music, and um, it's been a great breakout market forever. So I love Philadelphia. I love that. Uh, tell us about the tour then, uh, a little bit. What's in store for folks that uh, come into the show? Well, I'm going to be singing songs from probably 40 albums that I have out there, wow. new songs, all the songs that you, that a lot of songs that people will know. I like to sing a lot of songs that people know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, songs from Tapestry, And I Love You So, Castles in the Air, Winterwood, Vincent, of course, American Pie, um, many, many other songs uh, that they know. That's great. And, and, and you're touring the world, too, in addition to the uh, you know, North America. Uh, I was curious about your appreciation, the appreciation for your music in other countries as you've, as you've toured there and what you anticipate as you go to the U.K. and Norway and Ireland and all these places. Well, I have done probably uh, 22 world tours. Wow. That's something. So all these countries know me as well as America does. And appreciate. do you find the experience to be somewhat similar? Do you get do, do certain countries have a little different uh, take on their well, appreciation? It's mostly, it, it's 
mostly similar, but I would say that the UK, Ireland, and Australia is even more intense than the United States. Interesting. And in, in any reason, just it's how, that's just how it happened to go, I guess. Well, the reason that is, is that in the old days, those countries were really happy when a hot artist, which I was, yeah. uh, would come over there and sing for them. Okay. Because most of them didn't do that. You know, they waited for years and years, and they would do like one tour, and maybe they would go to England. It was a big deal. I went over right away. Hmm. That's really cool. Uh, what does it mean to you to see your music popular, not just when you wrote it, but as it's passed on from parents to their kids, whether it's American Pie or other songs like Vincent and every, all the others? Um, I can't even put into words what it means to me. I mean, it's part of the bond that holds families together. There's so many of these things that we have, you know, and that's and music is one of those. And uh, some families are musical and some aren't. I think more families today are more musical because of the way their parents were brought up. And certainly in my day, my family was a very unmusical family. And it's I'm not holding anything against my parents, but yeah. my father just did not was not interested in music. And my mother barely interested in it. But um Today, I mean, you know, parents of kids today are brought up in pop culture, so they're inundated with music. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I know you're talking to a lot of folks today. Just one other quick question for you. Some artists I've spoken with um, like to say this is what the song is about. So I'm sure you asked what is American Pie about or where did it come from. Others seem to be like, I don't want to specify too much. I kind of want you to think about it, and it means a little bit different to you than it is to somebody else. Do you have a thought about that with your music with regard to how much you want people to get why you wrote it versus let them just take it in and apply it how they will? Well, nobody in the world has been asked more about what a song means than I have. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> okay. And I understand that because people love the song so much. So I never uh, hold it against them or anything. I say, I don't want to talk about that. Uh, I try to answer their questions. But I will say that we are coming up with this movie, um, The Day the Music Died, the story of Don McLean's American Pie. And in a couple of months, uh, April, May, in three months, you're going to be seeing this on uh, Paramount+. Plus, and you're going to be seeing trailers for it and all this other stuff so okay uh i think you're gonna really people will enjoy this and really nail down most of what people want to know that's great don mcclain a pleasure to talk with you god bless you have a great rest of your day thank you take care now bye-bye bye-bye it's don mcclain on the tim demar show our famous friday edition we'll do a quick break and come back with now that's punny AM560, WFIL.com, and on the app, you're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for hanging out today. Live and local, it's The Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. AM560, WFIL.com, and on the app, you're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show, and time for now, that's funny. I am going to grade myself today because... I'm going to do it. How about that? So let's go. Here are the puns. I had a disagreement with my boss at the helium factory yesterday, so I quit. I will not be spoken to in that tone. Thank you very much. Thank you. I hired a bouncer for an event I was DJing, but he showed up late when he finally
finally arrived. I told him, stand over there, do your job. The whole gig, though, he couldn't stop asking if I was mad at him, even though I assured him I wasn't mad. Turns out I hired an insecurity guard. Thank you. Thank you. So when I grade my own puns, I can always hit the positive ones. When I was young, I was poor. After years of hard work, I'm no longer young. Thank you. Hey, did you ever hear the theme song from the Pirates of the Caribbean movie? It has a great hook. (laughs) Now that's punny continues. Uh, My son has been dating the goalie from the U.S. women's soccer team, and he asked me what I thought of her. I said, son, she's a keeper. (laughs) Actually, that's a pretty good one. Why am I giving myself crickets? That's better. That's the best one right there. Our uh, four-year, uh, four-year-old has been learning Spanish. Yeah, we have a four-year-old. I didn't tell anybody about it. We have a four-year-old who's been learning Spanish all year, and he still can't say please. I know he's young, but I still think that's po favor. Por favor. Po- what does a liar do when he dies? He lies still. Imagine showing up at work and there are a bunch of people ready to take a swing at you. That's the punchline. Thank you. Thank you very much. What do you call a dad joke with no wife or kids around? Funny. (laughs) Crickets and cheers going at the same time. Yes, you laugh at your own joke. Sometimes my kids uh, make fun of me because I'll be laughing to myself about a joke. Like, Dad's doing it again. Why are redheads always careful? Because they do everything gingerly. Thank you. Uh, I don't think I've mentioned this before in the program, but I actually got a globe for my birthday. It meant the world to me. Just a few more. So a weasel walks into a restaurant and the waitress says, Wow, I've uh, never served a weasel before. What can I get you? Pop, goes the weasel. Thank you. Thank you. I thought you'd like that. Just a few more. Uh, Our daughter has been uh, eating all the electrical cords in our house. Thank God. So I grounded her till she could conduct herself properly. Shocking, I know. Yes, I need to get a charge out of that. Three in a row, what are we doing? I've been looking for something new and exciting to try, so I took up fencing. Unfortunately, my neighbors are going to call the police if I don't put it back. That's right, that's right. So my friend writes songs about sewing machines... Which is strange, I know. He's a singer-songwriter. And last but not least, I applied for a part-time job at Chick-fil-A this week to earn some extra cash. Manager says, I'm looking for someone who's responsible. I told him, and I am your man. At my last job, whenever something went wrong, they said I was responsible. Thank you. Thank you very much. Tip your waitress. Enjoy the meal. Have a wonderful weekend. That's now that's punny. Tim DeMar Show. 
Don't forget, hit our homepage at WFIL.com. You can help out in our partnership with Save the Children. You can help uh, get yourself in the running for the Ministry of the Month contest. Maybe win a Google Nest Hub Max. And you can certainly let your pastor know to sign up for the Pastor's Appreciation Breakfast, which is this coming Thursday, March 31st. Absolutely free. That and much more. Check out the contest page, the quizzes and surveys page. A lot of fun. You can win prizes there, too. And look through the program guide. You can keep uh, get up to date on you know what the different ministries are, when they air, and all that sort of stuff. Have fun with that. And our podcast, too, right on our homepage at WFIL.com. Have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.